Now it's time for Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf, the number one relationship advice radio show in the U.S. Brought to you by MembraceInLife.com, the number one vaginal moisture supplement. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ask Dr. Love. It's my pleasure to be with you again today. And special hello to my audience in the studio for today's live stream. Remember, you can use the chat option to shoot me a question or a comment, or you can raise your hand using the reaction tab if you wish to speak with me and my guest live. And remember, you can send any questions you'd like me to answer on air to askdrlove.com forward slash questions with an S. Last week, I think I said question singular. It's with an S. The Ask Dr. Love show is now live streaming in real time on Ask on YouTube at my Ask Dr. Love channel. And people have asked, what if I can't get the show live? Well, you can grab the show recordings at AskDrLove.com on all the main podcast networks, iHeart, Spotify, Anchor. The show will also go out through terrestrial radio next Thursday through Saturday on all my stations in New York, Chicago, Boston, San Francisco, and Atlanta. And you can find all your local station call letters and numbers by just going to AskDrLove.com and look at the radio tab. And then you'll see where you can listen live. Show's also going to be broadcast on Binge Networks. Again, go to AskDrLove.com and you'll see the Binge TV show tab on the top menu and you'll be able to watch it from my Ask Dr. Love site. So today we're talking about the alchemy of misery and how our greatest trials offer opportunities for transformation. And my guest is the wonderful Mark Puckmel. So did you know your worst trials and your hardships in life are meant to break us open so that we may receive deep insights, personal and spiritual awakenings, breakthroughs and transformations, and even lead us to a meaningful life calling and boundless love. So today I'm introducing you to my dear friend, Mark Puckmel. And his bio is so endless. He's been studying and practicing the healing arts for over 25 years. He's a licensed massage therapist for over 18 years, an avid Qigong enthusiast for 25 years, and a drummer for over 45 years. He's played as a musician on national TV, local and international radio, and on all stages all over the East Coast. He's also a certified self-sabotage coach. Rather than tell you all about his stories, we'll just say that after enduring 16 surgeries over his life, two of them involving invasive heart surgeries, Mark is lucky to still be in a body. So we're going to dive into Mark's incredible journey. And his story is so inspirational. And I'm hoping will bring you a feeling of confidence and invigoration to not give up despite the trials you're facing right now. So without further ado, welcome, Mark. Hi, Jamie. So good to be here. Good to see you. You look wonderful, darling. Well, so do you, darling. <laughs> it's so good. You know, for people who have read Love Never Dies, they know I spoke about a Mark, a massage therapist, Mark. That's you, Mark. That really is. We had an outrageous experience together right after Jean left his body. And I believe that that was the beginning, really, of your discovery of, and you don't like to use this word, your shamanic abilities, but I can't help it. You're a gifted shaman. You, you swim with spirit, and you definitely swam with Jean. So if time permits, we can talk more about that as well. But 
let's just get into your story and how you eventually got broken open from being beaten down. Well, it's been an interesting journey from day one. As you know, like you said, I was born with a defective heart. And they told my parents I wouldn't live more than a couple of weeks. And I lived that prediction. And they said I wouldn't live more than a couple of months. And I lived that prediction. And I endured as a child playing regularly like everybody else and pursuing my musical career as I got older. And then after three hernia operations, which are part of my operations, I decided to pursue another career. And all my years playing in bars and clubs, I'd go up to people and massage their backs and their shoulders and they say, oh, you got a great touch. I think you'd be a great massage therapist. And I poo-pooed it, I didn't think anything about it. Um, but then after my third hernia operation, I said, hmm, maybe I could go back to school and get a degree. So I went back to school, got a degree, bounced around for a little while. And I was uh, going over the timeline in my story last night. And I realized, I didn't realize that how soon I met you after I became licensed, only two years. And uh, my roommate uh, back in 2008 uh, had a traumatic breakdown um, as a roommate, and it was a very traumatic experience for him. And uh, he had a breakdown as a roommate, or he, or he happened to have a breakdown while he was your roommate. He had a breakdown while he was my roommate. Not because he's your roommate. That no, you know, no. <laughs> having you as my roommate gave me a break. No, that's not what you. I mean, mean. No, that's not it. Yeah, yeah. But um, but I had a very profound experience the night after he left. He had a, a psychotic break. And the next evening I was at home cleaning up the apartment and I had a paralysis experience where I went paralyzed and I couldn't move a muscle in my body. And I went to another place. And when I woke up, I didn't wake up. I was in another realm and I met three very close deceased friends and they gave me some very prophetic messages in the dreams. And they said that I had this great mission ahead of me, no matter what you do keep praying and never stop praying and keep going. And it kind of started from there. And it wasn't until a couple of years later that I got my license that things really started to opening up. And uh, I went on a vision quest and had a very profound experience on that. And things just started opening up from that there. That vision quest is when you broke your penis. Yes. And that is true story. <laughs> That's the, the God's honest truth. You cannot make this up. I know you can't make it up. And when it happened, it was unbelievable. And I was in shock to be on the top of a mountain uh, in a smack dab in the middle of a vision quest. And I got up to do like most guys do in the morning to pee and empty my bladder. And I just, you know, bent it down to, to pee. And it, I heard a pop. And I said, well, what was that pop? And I couldn't believe it. And I, I said, no, it's got to be a, a vision, right? I'm on a vision quest. It's a dream. Yeah, except it didn't feel like a dream when you started to swell up and go purple and blue. This was a very realistic dream, right? It certainly was, Jamie. And so I, I put my junk back in my trunk, as I said in the book. <laughs> <laughs> and I got on my knees and I prayed that it was a, just an illusion or a dream. And I got up and I checked myself again and I knew it was a medical emergency. And I realized that I had to get off the mountain and get medical attention. And so I went down to the bottom of the mountain and a dear friend of mine who was facilitating the vision quest, he said, Mark, what are you doing off the mountain? And it was only like midway through the vision quest. I said, Tom, something happened and I, I got to go to the hospital. So uh, I said, you got to take a look at this. I think I broke my, you know what? And he said, that's all right. I don't want to see it. I said, <laughs> you better look. <laughs> yeah, you got to take a look because I want to witness. I don't want you to think I chickened out. 
So um, I showed it to him and he said, oh my, you have to go to the hospital. And so uh, the process went from there and I, it was pretty incredible just that in and of itself. So I went to a hospital back in town where I live in Poughkeepsie. And the first hospital I went to, they said, they examined me and all these nurses, you know, checking me out. And they said, uh, oh, Mr. Puckmel, you, you broke a micro vein. Uh, you should be all right. Just go home and make an appointment with your urologist. So I went home, called my urologist, and he said, oh, no, your doctor's on call. He's not available. Would you like to make an appointment? And by then, my, my willy is, you know, <laughs> three times the size. It's turning dark purple, almost black. And I went, I got really concerned. So I told the receptionist at my urologist's office, I said, look, I said, I, I was just on a vision quest. I mean, I didn't say vision quest because I didn't want to give it that term. I just said, look, I was on a camping trip. Something happened. And I think something happened to my genitals and I'm bleeding inside oh. and she said well let me hold on here and let me see if I can find somebody and just so happens that one of the doctors happened to be walking by and she caught the doctor that was in the office who just got back from doing surgery she told him what I said and he said well have the guy come in immediately and as fate would have it his office was literally a block from my apartment so I went to his uh, office and he said hey what's going on and I told him what happened. And he said, okay, before you do anything, did you hear this loud pop? I got, and I said, yep. He said, oh boy. He said, drop your drawers. So I dropped my drawers. He said, you need to be on operating table like an hour ago. And if you don't, you're going to have a lot of trouble. And it was- Well, you could almost, be impotent for the rest of your life. You exactly, know? exactly. So I went into shock and I said, this is unbelievable. And I got really scared. And uh, he said, don't worry. I'm going to take good care of you. So we went into, he said, don't worry about anything. Just get a call, get a ride to the hospital and I'll call the hospital and arrange everything. Just walk right in. So he walked right in uh, and I walked right in and he operated on me and he took care of me and I couldn't believe what was happening. I have and to give you a heads up and I'm not speaking about the little head now, the big head, right? Okay. I need to give you a heads up because we're going to have to go to a break in a couple of seconds. Okay, great. And, you know, we're talking about broken penises and we have to take a break. And <laughs> try, I'm trying to be light about this, but this was a real dark night for you. It so, was. And I mean, very few, uh, this is more common than people realize. Let's take a break. We'll be back in a moment to okay, talk about. Me. We'll be back. Hi, it's Dr. Jamie Turndorf here. Are you feeling stressed out or suffering panic attacks, aches and pains or stiff muscles, low energy, angry outbursts or disturbed sleep? Or are you worried or depressed or feeling hopeless, like the world is coming to an end? Or are you not eating right or exercising or falling into self-damaging or addictive behaviors like binging on junk food, TV or the internet? Or abusing drugs or alcohol, figuring what's the point? Or maybe work is getting on your last nerve or your relationships are falling apart? If you said yes to any of my questions, you are likely suffering what I call the new global PTSD pandemic stress syndrome triggered by the coronavirus pandemic. Don't despair. My energetic system upgrade is your rescue remedy for the panic epidemic that is plaguing our world. The energetic system upgrade has already changed the lives of some of today's top leaders. Now you can experience your own energetic system upgrade healing transformation. I'm offering a limited number of discounted sessions for my radio listeners. Visit AskDrLove.com forward slash energetic system upgrade. Don't wait. Visit AskDrLove.com forward slash energetic system upgrade attention ladies dryness is canceled 
Are you tired of dealing with painful sex due to vaginal dryness? Are you ready to get back on your bike or hit the tennis court with your girlfriends without having to worry about the discomfort caused by dryness? Whether it's menopause-related, medication-related, or something you've just dealt with for so long that you've accepted it as a fact of life, Membracin Life Sciences may be your long-awaited answer. A nutritional supplement taken daily that is completely estrogen-free and clinically studied, Membracin Vitality Pearls have helped over 500,000 women worldwide take their lives back. Just check out the 3,000-plus customer reviews on Amazon. Visit MembraceInLife.com to learn more and use code LOVE for 15% off your first month. Give it 90 days and say goodbye to vaginal dryness. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Love. I'm Dr. Jamie Turndorf, and I'm talking with my dear friend, Mark Pucknell. And we were talking about how... um, how Mark had an accident that resulted in his penis being broken. And Mark, let come on back to the, the, the emergency surgery. And what I think is most important for everyone to realize is how you went into a dark night after that, right? Because uh, uh, yes, it was, it was <laughs> a dark night for sure, Jamie. Um, but I went for the surgery and I came out and at the time I was uh, a union painter and, and not a happy one. and But that's how I met my lovely bride, to be a union painter. And a, a woman I would spend the rest of my life with. And I've been with her 22 years. Um, but after I had that accident, an emergency surgery, I w- went into a deep, dark place of like, what am I going to do? I, I know I'm not following my passion. And that, that visitation I had with the three close deceased friends, they said I had a mission ahead of me. And I just embraced my faith. And I said, I'm just going to quit the union. I don't know what I'm going to do. And the union as in the painter. Union painter, union. correct. Painter. Mm-hmm. Correct. And I bounced around for a while. I had a job here and a job there. And after my, said, my third hernia operation, I decided to go back to school after 20 years. And I went back to school and graduated in 2004. And I started embracing my spiritual practices, which are Qigong, Reiki, and being a drummer, um, playing drums, as you know, um, so a good friend of mine, a matter of fact, the same friend who has facilitated the Vision Quest, he sent me an article saying that vibration and frequency can help healing and helps raise the frequencies and vibration when working with people. So being a drummer for 45 years, I just started experimenting with drums and tingshas and Tibetan bowls and combined with my Qigong practice and Reiki practice. And I took a couple of workshops with different teachers about crystal grids and sound vibration and sound healing. And it started to evolve from there. And people started having some profound experiences on my table. Um, and as you know, when I met you, we had some profound experiences when Jean left his body. And it just kind of evolved from there. It's been a, a really incredible journey. Absolutely. And you know, I was so moved by the experiences that you and I had Maybe we could just speak about it for a moment because, you know, you are so open to spirit and I was just discovering my abilities, right? Because you you were sort of ahead of me in, in doing this. The spirit will often put someone in your path that you're going to need during a time of difficulty or a disaster, right? So I met you like the week before Jean and I left on our final trip that culminated in his being mortally stung by the bee. And when I came back from Italy, I was a mess. You know, oh, I, was I remember. 
so torn to pieces. I hadn't yet discovered how to reconnect with him. So when you came to see me, I mean, we're just going to say it like it is. It, Jean literally used you as an open vessel. His soul essence came through your body and you allowed yourself to let this happen, right? And remember, it was just wild what happened. Yeah, it was very, very profound. Absolutely. Very intimate. Like the, the first time you took my ankle and you held it against your cheek and then you ran your hand down my leg from ankle down to, you know, my glutes. And it, I had forgotten Jean used to do that as though I were a Stradivarius cello, you know, and he, he did it when we were lovers. I had forgotten it. It had been so long, but you were moved by Jean to do this again because we were now, Jean and I were newlyweds in the spiritual phase of our relationship, right? Yes. Then do you remember that this was so incredible? We had, um, a power failure and all the lights and everything went out except the heating pad stayed on. Jean always wanted me warm. And then the next thing we knew there was this music playing heavenly music. And I jumped off the table naked. Where's this coming from? We're in a power failure. Remember I flung the doors open to the neighbor's house thinking it was coming from there. No, dead quiet, no pun intended. So you and I like burglars had a flashlight, right? And we're creeping through the house trying to follow the sound and in the laundry room above the room where we were doing the massage there was a cd playing comfort and the lyric was over and over again you'll always have my love right it was unbelievable and then you told me that every time that you left my house you had to cough up loogies those were your words for I six remember, weeks that I... you were literally choking on loogies which is how jean left his body right? You were literally, yeah, I remember. Yeah. oh my, and it was productive mucus. As soon as you told me, thankfully that symptom stopped. And then you remember there were these shamans who were trying to co-opt our experience. Mark, you're not a shaman. Mark, you need to give it to us. His Jean's soul is trapped. We've got to put his soul back in a box. And I was so upset by that, you know? I remember. I was I remember. so upset. And we, as you were telling me this, we, I was driving on the Deconic Parkway, Mark. And as, at the moment I was telling you this, a rabbit jumped right out next to my car wheel. And I knew Jean was saying, it's a sim symbol of salvation. It's okay. You don't have to do this. And Jean always used rabbits in his mind as a symbol, a symbol of salvation because, um, because he just did. It's a long story, but he did. So yesterday I was telling a patient about you and you're going to be on the show. And I started to tell her about this rabbit manifestation. And she says, Jamie, I can't believe it. Yesterday, I was so worried about my son and a rabbit appeared right next to my car. And I wondered what it meant. And I was led to tell her that's the symbol of salvation. So Jean is all around us, right? You, me, my patient. So anyway, if this cemented our bond and really proved to me what a shaman you are, what a healer you are. So well, thank you, Jamie. That's very beautiful. And it was an amazing story. And I was uh, honored to be a part of that experience with you. And it proves that this reality that we call the physical reality is just the tiniest of all that is. Oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a spiritual realm that's so much more real than this physical realm. This is just a fleeting moment in time, this experience in the physical realm. The, and the experience of, I've had in the last 18 to 20 years 
have proved to me time and again. So when they happen one or two times, you might say, that's a coincidence or it's a fluke, or maybe I'm making up, or maybe it's just my mind is imagining things. But after, you know, five, 10, 15, 20 people started having experiences over and over and over, you realize that, wow, there's something else than meets the eye because we only see the tiniest of all that is. That's and so it's, true. Yeah, so true. So, so true. true, Mark. And you know what I, we reconnected recently because you're writing your memoir and each chapter is another phase of your spiritual awakening, right? So after you recovered from the penis surgery, then you had another extraordinary happening with a friend who was burned over 85% of her body. And that also expanded your, your spiritual experience. So, you know, here, her tragedy became another opportunity for you to expand your spiritual growth and develop more and more of your calling as a healer. So I was thinking, if you're okay, maybe we could talk about that next challenge when we come back from the break would you be okay with that oh i'd love to jamie i'd love to wonderful all right so we're going to be back in a moment with mark Puckmel, and we're going to hear the next amazing spiritual breakthrough and challenge be back with you in a moment hi it's dr jamie turndorf did you know only one stress one accident or one illness can trigger ptsd and did you know that all the stress associated with the pandemic has created what i call the new global ptsd pandemic stress syndrome and don't be so quick to say i don't have ptsd because many conditions like depression anxiety pain syndrome sleep disorders and sexual dysfunctions are ptsd in disguise and don't be fooled even after the pandemic is behind us your ptsd will not go away by itself hope is in sight. In my latest book, If You Think You Don't Have PTSD, Think Again, I share a simple, research-backed, drug-free program for reversing the new global PTSD pandemic stress syndrome, a solution your doctor doesn't likely know about. Read If You Think You Don't Have PTSD, Think Again today and be on the road to recovery right away. If You Think You Don't Have PTSD, Think Again became a number one international bestseller within 24 hours of its publication. Grab your copy on Amazon and find out why. Attention, ladies and gentlemen, dryness is canceled. Have the events in your bedroom become less than eventful? Is libido a thing of your past? Enter Membracin Vitality Pearls, the number one selling vaginal moisture supplement. Let's hear what some real customers are saying. Finally, so happy to feel relief from the dryness I was experiencing. 58 years young and so happy to be intimate with my husband again, says Gail. And from Mr. S., I imagine you don't get many reviews from men, but after searching for something, anything that would help with my wife's dryness, we found Membracin. It's been about four months now, and what a difference it has made, not only for her comfort, but also for her libido. We've been enjoying each other almost daily. Don't let dryness and painful sex limit your relationship. Give Membracin Vitality Pearls a try for 90 days. Visit MembraceInLife.com for more information and use code LOVE for 15% off your first month. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Love. I'm talking with the wonderful Mark Puckmel about his various life challenges that have expanded his abilities as a healer and a shaman. Yes, I'm saying it. So, Mark, continue. Uh, good to see you. Mark? Hello, I'm here. Hello. What did you just say? I didn't hear you. I said, it's good to see you too, dear. Oh, I love to have you. So, 
continue because I think the next real awakening expansion for you was the love, love, the beloved friend who was burned in the fire. Oh, yes. Uh, a very profound experience and uh, really intensive. We went through it. And uh, I was actually still in school, Jamie. And I was in my third semester. And it was the last night of my third semester. And I crushed the exams. And I was so proud of myself. And I called Jody, who was my girlfriend at the time. And I said, hey, honey, you want to go out to celebrate? And she said, sure. So we went out, grabbed a bite, had a drink back, back to my apartment. And at 2.30 in the morning, the phone rang. And then she, Jody answered the phone. She was closest to the phone. And it was my friend telling uh, Jody, said, you got to talk to him. He's freaking out. So I put him on the phone and said, hey, what's going on? And he said, uh, my wife's been, you know, been burned. Megan's been burned. Uh, she might not make it. Please pray for her. Oh, absolutely. No problem. Um, so I prayed for her. Jody and I prayed for her. The next day we went to the hospital. It was touch and go. At that point, we knew she was severely burned. And we went back to our place. And the next morning, I got a call from him and said he was talking to one of the experienced burn nurses on the burn ward and said, look, if you know anybody that does energy work or Reiki, uh, any kind of energy healing, the chances are she might pull through. So he called me up and then he said, hey, you know, I, I was told by this nurse that if you know anybody that does any Reiki healing or anything, energy healing, I said, well, great. I'm in this drum circle. I know people that are really experienced. How about if I give them a call? I'll call you right back. He said, no, you don't understand, Pete. I've been watching you for a couple of years. You have a gift. I'm asking you to come and lay your hands on my wife. And I was a little hesitant because at that point I was still in school. And he said, brother, you have a gift. You don't even know how gifted you are. So I went down the next day and I'll never forget that day the rest of my life. I went down and uh, just before I went into the burn unit, there's a chapel right in the hospital. I went to chapel, got on my knees and I said, God, spirit, if you put me in this position to do this, please give me the gift to be able to do whatever I can do to help. So I got on my knees and I met him in the burn unit. And it was, uh, you have to be very careful with infections with burn units, burn victims, I'm sorry. And we've had to put on the gowns and the gloves and the mask and the booties and the hats. And I went into the room and there was this poor woman who was burned unbelievably extensively in uh, an induced a coma and shaking uncontrollably. And I just went in there and there was all, she's hooked up to all these life technical machines and nurses checking the her pulses and her vital organ rates and everything. And, and I just went and put my hands on her feet because the only thing that was exposed was her face and the bottom of her feet. So I put my hands on the bottom of her feet and I tried to stay out of every, all the medical technicians way. And I got on my knees and in about 15 minutes, her heart rate came down, her pulse calmed down, her breathing relaxed and she stopped shaking. And I just stayed there for like 20 minutes. And it was a very beautiful experience and very profound for me. And then her mother, who lived overseas, unbeknownst to me, she was she came in. She flew in because the person that got burned wasn't supposed to make it. So when her mom came in and she heard her mom's voice, she immediately started shaking again because they say that even if you're in a coma, you're still there. Your spirit's still there. And she heard her mom's voice. And at that moment, I realized maybe she realized, wow, I'm in a lot worse shape than I thought. And she started shaking again. And I was had my hands on it for about 20, 30 minutes at that point, And the session ended. Um, and so that proceeded, that kind of started a relationship with her where I would go down and lay my hands on her 
I still wasn't licensed at that point, so I couldn't do any body work. So I would go down and visit her and other friends would go down and visit her to help her do what she needed to do um, to help her recover. And then when she got out, her husband, who's a dear friend of mine, said, hey, you just got out of school, you got your license, I'll pay you to work with her every day. So I worked with this woman at that point. She was burned 86% of her body, third degree. And she lost all the fingers on her left hand. They couldn't save any of the fingers on her left hand. And they actually had to amputate a large part of one of her breasts to reconstruct her axilla, which is the armpit. Mm. And so she went through really a lot of trauma. And right out of the gate, I had those experiences to step up to my game. And I learned so much of working with grafted skin, scar bands, open wounds, and just working with someone who was traumatized at that level. And things just started opening up from there. And it was a gift that was so unbelievably, it was a gift as intense as it was. And to bond with somebody at that level um, was kind of like the, the launching pad for me in my healing career. And I, like I said, that was right out of the gate. And from there is when I started experimenting with sound and frequencies and vibration. And I met you two years later. Actually. That's and right. You and you used home. the singing bowls also with me. And, um, you know, the thing is, you're so connected with spirit, God, Yahweh, whatever we want to call it. And that is synonymous with love. And so you just channel, you're just on the pipeline, the energy pipeline to love. And when the love pours through you, Mark, that is the feeling of peace and healing. Love, just Absolutely. love. It's written behind you. So now what What's, what, what happened next? Was it your own personal? I mean, because when you're with somebody who's experiencing these horrific challenges or your own challenges, all these things are breaking you open. So what's next in the story? Well, in, in my memoir, what's next is I got my license and I bounced around for about a year trying to find a place where I could really explore the, I want I hate to use the term esoteric, but a place that will allow me to be me instead of being like a spa place where you're just doing fluff and buff massage. I wanted to explore the energy aspect of, of human experiences and sound and vibration and crystals. And I found a, a big practice to work at and run by a husband and wife team. And that allowed me, they were open to all these different experiences. They're both seasoned therapists, both Reiki masters. And I met a lot of wonderful uh, colleagues at that practice. And that's when really things started really opening up for me and really exploring using all these different modalities that I had. And people started having experiences. And in my memoir, I wrote that there was a gentleman who I met at an AIDS festival I was doing, doing massage. And he came to me and became a, a real regular. And he said, Mark, you really have a gift. And I'm humble about what I do. I don't claim to be or do anything. I just do what I do. And he came to me for a while and he was a teacher over across the river. It was a Spanish teacher. And he had a side business where he did uh, travel all around the world. And he came to my uh, office one day where I was working and I worked the did the session. And afterwards he was at the water cool and get some water. And I noticed he was a little off and I said, hey, are you okay? And sometimes when you work with people, you might, if you'd have a back injury or something and it might irritate something and they might be a little overwhelmed or, uh, so I said, he's like, uh, can, can I talk to you, Mike, back in the treatment room? And he said, yeah, I need to talk to you. So we came back in the room and he started crying lightly. And he said, I, I don't know how you did that. He said, that, uh, you, you effing blowing me away. And he starts crying and he's a real tall guy. 
And he says, I just don't know how the F you did that. He says, this is unbelievable. I told you you had a gift. And he starts bawling uncontrollably. And I was like, oh, Mike, what's going on? Are you all right? Did I hurt your back? This is when you worked on him. You broke him open. So you helped him to access his higher self and spirit. Let's take a break and we'll be right back. You're listening to Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. If you yearn to get along better with your life partner or spouse, friends, family members, and even co-workers, Dr. Turndorf's best-selling Hay House book, Kiss Your Fights Goodbye, Dr. Love's 10 Simple Steps to Cooling Conflict and Rekindling Your Relationship, shows you how to turn conflict into connection for a lifetime of lasting love. To find out more, visit AskDrLove.com. Attention, ladies, dryness is canceled. Are you tired of dealing with painful sex due to vaginal dryness? Are you ready to get back on your bike or hit the tennis court with your girlfriends without having to worry about the discomfort caused by dryness? Whether it's menopause-related, medication-related, or something you've just dealt with for so long that you've accepted it as a fact of life, Membracin Life Sciences may be your long-awaited answer. A nutritional supplement taken daily that is completely estrogen-free and clinically studied, Membracin Vitality Pearls have helped over 500,000 women worldwide take their lives back. Just check out the 3,000-plus customer reviews on Amazon. Visit MembraceInLife.com to learn more and use code LOVE for 15% off your first month. Give it 90 days and say goodbye to vaginal dryness. You're listening to Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. If your heart is still hurting over the bodily loss of your loved one, the reason is simple. We're not meant to be separated from those we love, and reconnecting is the only way to end the grief. But reconnecting and staying connected requires guidance. As a gift to her listeners, Dr. Turndorf is offering a limited number of discounted grief relief sessions to help you reestablish your relationship and resolve any unfinished issues. If you're ready to experience the healing and joy of reconnecting, visit AskDrLove.com Grief Relief to schedule your session. But don't wait. Space is limited. Visit AskDrLove.com slash Grief Relief to find out more. And now, back to Dr. Turndorf. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Love. I'm talking with Mark Puckmel about the various challenges that he's experienced or he's supported other people through and how these challenges help us to open the door to our higher selves, our spiritual or personal transformations, callings, love. So the guy who you helped before we took the break, who said, I don't know how you did this, how you did this. Did his life change after, or was it, was it, was what happened? Well, I often close my sessions, Jamie, just with a passive hold and just a gentle prayer. And I put one hand over the heart and one hand over the third eye. And I just pray that this person has peace, peace in their life, peace in their marriage, peace where they live, peace where they work. And it's a wonderful way because it's, it's non-denominational. It's not invoking anything other than peace. And I did that. And when I brought him back in, he said that when I put my hands on him like that, he left his body and he told me that he lost his first child years and years prior, and he never got closure to it. And he starts bawling uncontrollably. 
And he said, I just don't know how you did that. And I held him, embraced him, and he cried. And he got closure after all those years. And like I said earlier when we were talking, when these things happen maybe once or twice, and I don't talk about them often because I'm, I'm pretty humble about what I do. And when these things that happen, they happen. And I'm honored to facilitate whatever happens for my clients when they're on my table. But I'm nothing special. I believe that as human beings, we all have the capacity to do these things through practicing meditation. For me, it's Qigong. For somebody, it could be something else or Reiki and connecting with nature. We can connect to spirit and we can connect to the divine and to loved ones and even departed ones as this client did. And I think that we all have the capacity. It's like I said, as human beings, I feel that we're not just physical beings. We're also spiritual beings, consciousness beings. And by connecting to the divine and through love, miracles can happen. And it was a beautiful experience and one of many after that, Jamie. Yes. And, and this is, this is, and the thing is where your life felt so dark, you know, at that dark point now I've broken my penis. I, I hurt my back. I can't paint. You think, what the heck am I meant to do? And out of all of the pain and misery, you know, when you thought that the vision quest was a big joke, it was, there was a reason why that happened because it helped you to, to, to move into this healing work. Absolutely. And but when I was going through it, as you know, the saying often goes, the dark night of the soul. <laughs> Who breaks their willy on a vision quest? <laughs> you know, <laughs> that was my vision quest. But I remember the beautiful friend that facilitated the vision quest. After I got out of the hospital, he called me up to check on me. And I said, Tom, I'm really freaking out. I said, what happened on the mountain that this would happen? I mean, I've never heard about this before. And I've read tons of books about vision quests. He said, I'm coming over to your apartment tomorrow. We can talk about it. And he came over and I said, I said, I'm having a really hard time with this, Tom. I said, I don't. What did I do? Why did this happen? And his gentle way of wisdom that he always has, my dear friend, Tom, he said, this is your vision quest. Don't judge it. Hold on to your faith. It'll all unfold. And it was right. And as things evolved and things started opening up, it's been a vision quest ever since. It never stopped. This whole experience as a human being is a vision quest. It's a fleeting moment in time. And the more that we can embrace the divine within and connect to love within and open our hearts, the more beautiful experiences can happen, as you know. It's so true. And the thing is, sometimes, you know, I think about the vision of Jesus on the cross. And Jesus is at his moment of greatest pain and suffering, but also the greatest love. So often there is that synchronicity between pain and love, suffering and love, you know, it's, they kind of go together, like, it's kind of like an Oreo cookie, right? <laughs> you can't have the the cookie wafer without the cream, you know, it just, they're, they're inseparable. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So did you have further challenges? Oh, the challenges, uh, they never seem to end, but I always just keep, keep going, Jamie. And I you have a stroke. On. Didn't you have I, a stroke? Didn't you have heart surgery recently? I did. I did. I was working and I never fit the date. The date was 7 7 17. I was on my way to work and I felt a funny feeling come over me and something said, This is going to be bad. So I pulled off the highway. I was traveling to work and I said, I don't want to get an accident or hurt anybody. And the second I pulled off of the highway, 
my vision went. I couldn't see. I was confused. Oh. And I started praying and chanting because I was worried about hitting a pedestrian or a car. So thank God. Thank spirit. Thank angels, whatever. I made it to a parking spot. I don't know how, but I text Jody, my wife. And I said, something's happening to me. And I don't know what it is. She said, well, you're doing workshops all weekend with your gun. Maybe it's just stress. Give it 10 minutes. Well, that was a mistake. I waited 10 minutes and I called her and said, honey, you got to come get me. Something's terribly wrong. And she said, well, what is it? I said, I don't know. I just, I can't see. I'm confused. Uh, so she came, got me and she took me to the ER and they scanned my brain and they examined me and they said, Mr. Puckmo, you're in the middle of having a stroke. And I had to stroke. I got to go to work. So he said, relax, Mr. Puckmo, you're going to be here for a couple of days. So they did a test on Monday, a couple of days later, and they found that I had a big hole in my heart between my aortas. And they said, well, you know, you had open heart surgery in 1971. They forgot a hole and it got bigger. Oh. And so they said, you shouldn't have a stroke. You're not overweight. You go to the gym. You don't smoke. You know, you don't have high cholesterol or high blood pressure. You're going to have six months of testing. So I went through six months of testing. And they wanted to do a procedure here in town. This friend of mine said, have, uh, get a second opinion. I went to New York. I met with the head of cardiothoracic surgery in Manhattan at Columbia uh, University. And I said, hey, what gives? I said, I had this stroke. They want to put this device in me. And they told me, my research says I could get AFib. Who wants AFib? I'm only 52. And he said, well, we could put the device in you. But the, the, given that you had open heart surgery 46 years ago, probably have a lot of scar tissue would be problematic to get the device where we want to get to in the heart. Uh, I recommend closing it manually. We can do it robotically and just go on with your life. Um, so I went through four more months of testing. And uh, as a matter of fact, next week will be a four-year anniversary that I had my second uh, heart surgery. And I'm blessed to be here. And, and Jamie, I can't tell you, it, this journey has been orchestrated by the spirit and divine every day of it. And every day is a gift as challenging as life can be every day is a gift and i'm left in a profound state of gratitude uh although you might not see me when i'm running around taking care of my clients and busy with my schedule every day is a gift and as we know chaos is around us right now times are changing and times are really intense the last two years we went through and i tell my friends and sometimes my clients now is a great time to embrace your spiritual practices whatever that may be like you said earlier some people might embrace christianity some people might embrace buddhism some people might embrace hinduism some people might embrace native american traditions whatever it is or just going out in nature and connecting with the nature or playing music whatever it is now is a really great time the more of us that connect i think is uh, really helpful for the collective. Well, you know, what you're also saying is that when we feel so small and little and scared, that's the, that's the symptom that we're disconnected from spirit. And the minute we reconnect through whatever tool or vehicle we use, once we reconnect, we're no longer in fear. We reconnect with spirit. We're communing with God, spirit, the angels, and, in, and we're in a state of love. That fe the fear dissipates. The stress dissipates. So reconnecting, staying connected, it's the only way to fly. You know, you just can't, you can't make it in this world without making that reconnection. Absolutely. And you have to. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back in the last segment, maybe we could talk practically about 
ways that people can decipher what their trials and tribulations are telling them about where they need to go, where they are meant to serve. We'll be back in a moment. Attention, ladies and gentlemen, dryness is canceled. Have the events in your bedroom become less than eventful? Is libido a thing of your past? Enter Membracin Vitality Pearls, the number one selling vaginal moisture supplement. Let's hear what some real customers are saying. Finally, so happy to feel relief from the dryness I was experiencing. 58 years young and so happy to be intimate with my husband again, says Gail. And from Mr. S. I imagine you don't get many reviews from men, but after searching for something, anything that would help with my wife's dryness, we found Membracin. It's been about four months now, and what a difference it has made, not only for her comfort, but also for her libido. We've been enjoying each other almost daily. Don't let dryness and painful sex limit your relationship. Give Membracin Vitality Pearls a try for 90 days. Visit MembracinLife.com for more information and use code LOVE for 15% off your first month. You're listening to Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. If you can't stop crying over the bodily loss of a loved one, Dr. Turndorf's number one international bestseller, Love Never Dies, How to Reconnect and Make Peace with the Deceased, shows you how to toss out the tissues and transform your grief into joy using her groundbreaking Dialoguing with the Departed technique that enables you to reconnect and even heal unfinished business with those in spirit. To find out more, visit AskDrLove.com. And now, back to Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Love. I'm Dr. Jamie Turndorf. Uh, During the break, I just got an email from someone saying that she couldn't log in today to the live stream studio without a passcode. The passcode, if you're asked for it, is love. Big surprise, right? L-O-V-E. But to come back to you, Mark, Oh, and before I forget, talking about hardship, my webmaster, Navid, it is such a sad situation. I wanted to take a moment to tell you that his newborn baby was born with hydrocephalus Mm -hmm. and he lives in Pakistan. And I understand that it's very difficult to afford healthcare in that country. They don't have a universal health system. And so I wanted to tell everyone who's watching and listening, if you would like to donate uh, to his child's medical fund, you could email him at Navid, N-A-V-E-E-E-D, Sukera, S-U-K-H-E-R-A, at L-I-V-E dot com, live dot com, which is easy kind of to remember because we're trying to help his baby to live. So coming back to you, Mark, do you know when you're in the dark night, And it seems to you that the spirits are just dumping on you. God is dumping on you and hating on you. And people say, I've turned my back on God or spirit because you you can't believe that these things, these horrible trials are really meant to help you grow and heal and transform. And when you're in the thick of the, the storm, you really can't see what the lesson is or what the purpose is, right? Correct. So for you, did you just allow life to sort of take you, listening for the clues? Gee, I can't paint anymore. My body isn't, isn't allowing it. I mean, how did you get to know I'm meant to go this way? Just the little whisperings, people saying, gee, your hands feel great on me. Little things like that. 
Yes, absolutely, Jamie. And it, for me, I learned to listen to, the, to be open. One of my prayers is that I'm open to receive the messages as they come through, whether that be through a client, it could be a client, it could be a, a friend, it could be a passerby on the street might mention something. It could be a song on the radio. It could be a departed one that comes and, and gives you a message. I used to work with an elderly woman. I worked with her the last eight years of her life until she was 93. I used to tell her these stories I used to have. I used to connect with different things in nature, and butterflies and grasshoppers and praying mantises. And she used to always be thrilled to hear the stories. And I said, I tell you what, let's make a deal. I said, I could get hit by a bus tomorrow. We never know how long we're going to be here. I said, let's make a pack. And we pounded on it. And I said, Whoever goes first gives the other one a powerful message. And I said, I don't want a butterfly. I want something big. And she said, okay, you got a deal. And she was 93. God bless her. I love her. And I miss her. And I worked with her right up until the end. And I was busy on a Saturday. And I finished up with a new client. And someone had threw a note under my door. And here in my office where I've been for 12 years. And I said, Mark, you got to go up to the third floor. You're not going to believe it. So I went up to the third floor at the northern end of the hall. And... Just before I went upstairs, I looked on my on my cell phone and there was a number I didn't recognize with a voicemail message. And I said, I'll check it out. I'm done with my new client, make sure she's okay. But I wanted to see what was upstairs. So I go upstairs and at the end of the hall, on the opposite side of the glass door is a red-tailed hawk, literally on the other side of the glass, staring at me. And I, I thought, well, that's interesting. So I came downstairs and I'm always about messages. So I thought it was a message for my client. So she got off the table and said, I think I have a message for you. She came to me up, brings me up. I bring her upstairs, arm in arm. She sees the red tail hawk. They connect. She cries. Very profound moment. She thanks me. She sees She leaves. She says, I'll be back. And then I checked my cell phone. And it was the client I was working with. Her daughter said, my mom died yesterday. And I just want to thank you for taking care of her for eight years. You loved, I, I, she loved you. And you were like family to us. And I said, oh, my God, maybe that's her. So I went upstairs at the end of the hallway and the red tail hawk was looking out of the hallway and I silently said a prayer, Yvonne, is that you? And a red tail hawk just looked at me and I looked at it and I said, Yvonne, is that you? And it started going, wah, 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 wah. And it was a profound moment. I'll never forget. Just like that profound moment. So true. And I say in Love Never Dies that animals are often selected as our messengers and our guides. They're what I call open vessels. Spirit can put them wherever they need to be from moment to moment, right? Like I remember I was asking, gee, am I supposed to turn my book into a movie? And I was visiting someone. And the next thing I know, the dog looks up at me and goes like this, opens his mouth once for yes. <laughs> so, and, I, wow. and I said, listen, if I'm right, say yes again. And he did it again. Open your mouth once. The, the messages are everywhere. The more they you are. open, right. And the more we open, the more we get them. Absolutely and, right, Mark. And so Mark, I want to make sure, because we only have a few minutes less left. First of all, I want to make sure everybody knows all the ways to find you. And I know you're going to be doing more self-sabotage coaching. You have a website, social media. You're going to be putting out, I think, this memoir, maybe perhaps serializing it on social media. So please... Make sure everybody knows all the ways to reach you. Uh, you can certainly go to my website. It just, it just went live two days ago. It's coachpuck.com. And just like the name sounds, coach, C-O-A-C-H dot uh, 
pop.com. It's a great site that talks about self-sabotage. And I'd like to just briefly tell a story. I had a lifelong close friend that suffered from an anxiety disorder their whole life. And they tried different things, meditation, all kinds of different things. And this friend tried this self-sabotage. And I didn't really know that much about it. And they believe that it's the programs that we get from childhood. Either your dad said you weren't good enough or you suffered an abuse when you were a kid. And we grow in life and we have those old programs that are running in the back of our mind. As you know, with your profession, you're a pro. And I said, well, why don't you give this a shot? And so she connected with the person. And in just a few sessions and working the program, which is a self-hypnosis program, and, and just you get wall art, you put wall art around you. and you Mark, start- we have to end because of the terrestrial clock. I'm like, I have to finish. So Coach I, I mean, you'll just come back, you know. I would love to come back. Go CoachBuck.com. CoachBuck.com. And social media? Social media, Facebook, Mark Puckmel, also on Instagram, and PoughkeepsieMassage.com. I want to thank you for joining, for allowing me to join you today, Jamie. You're wonderful. And you, I'm always dear to my heart. And I love you so much. I love you too, Mark. And what you're doing is such wonderful work. You're the purest, most genuine soul I've ever known. I love you, Mark. And I'm supporting you in every way I can in your mission to spread your healing. And I'm here for you. So that's all for now. Next show, Michel Pascal. The Medicine Voice. He's a filmmaker, a singer. You'll love him as well. See you next time on Ask Dr. Love. You've been listening to Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. Brought to you by MembraceInLife.com, the number one vaginal moisture supplement. Sign up for Dr. Jamie's newsletter at AskDrLove.com and receive her meditation audio that will guide you to open your heart and chill out during these stressful times. 